0: Hello and welcome to the life toyetic with Ben and Molly. I forgot who hosted. <laughs> the, I genuinely forgot who hosted the Do show we for a start second. Over. is this just what's happening i think this is what's happening thank you i was gonna say i'm gonna wreck it but you
1: already i ruined it it.
0: oh man you wrecked it well i am a large uh clumsy clumsy redhead
1: man who tries to do his best
0: but usually makes things worse yeah I'm well-intentioned, if destructive.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, this is the life Twitter with Ben and Molly. I am Ben.
1: I am not good. I ride just am just along for the ride yeah. today.
0: And this is a podcast about movies about toys. And I guess it should be pretty obvious by now which movie we are watching this week.
1: It's *Racket
0: *Silent Hill*. Retu- oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> Didn't Silent-
1: you already watch that one?
0: We watched uh, mo- the uh, lost episode. Mandy and I watched the first episode, the first of the *Silent Hill* movies. <laughs>
1: The first episode of Silent this Hill. The
0: first episode of Silent Hill. The sitcom. The sitcom. It's a wacky sitcom <laughs> about a guy living with a man whose head is a pyramid. Oh. Um,
1: I don't know anything about Silent Hill. Is that true?
0: Uh, there is a there is a monster in Silent Hill. Uh, see, pyramid I'm picturing Hill.
1: it, and it's just like silly.
0: I okay. Here's what I want to happen after when we finish. Oh,
1: no, no, please. I don't want to.
0: When we finish just recording, have this
1: fantasy.
0: when we finish recording, I want you to no. draw what you okay. think Pyramid Head looks like. Yeah, and then I will post that, that picture to the the Life Toetic Twitter, and then I'm just never going to show you what Pyramid Head I'm looks cool like. I'm cool with
1: that. I like that setup.
0: Cool, but yeah, we're gonna watch Wreck It Ralph, which is our periodic good movie. Oh like, yeah,
1: we need some relief because yeah. we've had this year so far has been really rough.
0: Yeah, we had
1: brats, and then we had. Gijo 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 Yes. Um, Gastrointestinal Joseph. Yeah. Stick is <laughs> getting hard. And so now we're going to take a little break from that. and We're going to do some self-care yeah, right gonna, now. we're going to watch
0: a movie that we know is superb. It's it not going to hurt us. In my opinion, I think the best of the computer animated Disney movies. Mm-hmm. And it's Wreck-It Ralph. Came out in 2012. Came out just after... I had ended a three-year relationship. Um, oh,
1: so you needed something to make you believe that life was worthwhile.
0: It Well, it was, I, to get personal, I, it was at a point where, like... Oh,
1: yeah, because this is a good movie. We're oh, going to yeah. be talking a lot yeah. about our feelings and our trauma, so Absolutely, just buckle yeah.
0: up. Uh, strap yourselves in for the trauma
1: train. Train.
0: I wasn't even thinking of alliteration. I was oh, just thinking of something. I'm never not
1: thinking of alliteration.
0: Never not, see? yeah um, but yeah, I, my my girlfriend of three years uh, ended the relationship, and I, I had a lot of like self doubt, and I, I was feeling very much like I was the cause of the breakdown in that relationship, which you, if I'm completely honest, you I was. It. Yeah, I, I I felt like I'm a bad person. Like, am I capable of ever being anything other than a bad person? And then I see this movie, and firstly, when it aired, when it aired in theatre, <laughs> wow, when it first dropped in theaters, there was a short at the beginning called Paperman
1: which mm, was yeah.
0: beautiful and poignant and made me cry a lot and then the movie starts that's
1: a feat. making yeah. benjamin cry it's really di- well
0: long time listeners of the show will know that making me cry is not something that is easily attained <laughs> i'm a very stoic, very stoic and restrained up, individual yeah. yeah and it can take a lot to make me cry and sometimes <laughs> and sometimes that can make me feel uh, a little bad about who I am on the inside, so Wreck-It Ralph made me cry a lot. I saw it in the theatres three times, twice in 2D, once in 3 Oh, wow. So I've seen this film in 3 So 3D. really, it's kind
1: of like you've seen it four times, because the, <laughs> yeah, for the 3D one, your eyes yeah. were watching two different movies. Yeah,
0: that's exactly it. And, uh, yeah, it's a movie that I, I watch regularly. It's, like, one of my go-to feel-good movies, mm-hmm. like um, The Princess Bride and Galaxy Quest. Like, the kind of movie you can throw on yeah. when you're feeling down and you just want to be lifted up. Yes. How about you?
1: What do I think of Wreck-It Ralph? Or what movie do I watch to be lifted out <laughs> of my depression? Well, I mean,
0: that too. But, like, do you have a history with Wreck-It Ralph?
1: I don't. I I saw it... I don't even remember if we saw it in theaters. I remember, like, oh, it's another cute, fun movie. It didn't resonate with me emotionally like it seems to have resonated with you, but I do remember. I think the last time I watched this, I watched it with you because you were like, "This movie's so great!" Like, <laughs> watch it through the lens of what I was experiencing at the time, and I was well, like, I'm "Okay." When
0: when did we watch Wreck It? It
1: was a while ago. Mm. We watched it for funsies. This is before it was our job, yeah, to watch movies together. One of those
0: rare occasions where we put on a movie for purely recreational <laughs> yes. purposes.
1: So that's, those are my associations with it.
0: And what is your go-to, like, pick-me-up movie?
1: I love The Chipmunk Adventure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one where they're in the air balloon? Yes. Okay.
1: Yep. I will watch that any day of the week.
0: Do the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies count as toyetic, do you think?
1: this. we've had this discussion. I think they might, because they were originally, like, like a novelty. Novelty records aren't toys. We've already had this conversation on the podcast.
0: But... What if they are? They're because not, but okay, by virtue aren't. of the fact by virtue of the fact that we have definitely done Spice World because the Spice Girls were as much I, about the merch as they were about the music. I
1: capitulate so much on this show. <laughs> And I am not budging on this. You cannot make me watch those horrific new We don't necessarily have to
0: watch the new ones now. I would
1: watch Chipmunk Adventure for a Patreon episode. I would absolutely do that because I love that movie so much. We might do that. But no.
0: So yeah, Wreck It Ralph, I remember when I remember the marketing for this movie and I remember being very concerned because video games, much like graphic design, are my passion. And I remember being very concerned that it was just, oh, they're just going to throw a bunch of video game characters. I, I thought Wreck-It Ralph was going to be what the Emoji Movie ultimately was, mm. but it was just dumb references. And it ended up being really smart and having a lot of heart and a, a, a very strong message that definitely impacted me at the time, mm-hmm. and I think it's still important now. You and might
1: be a large, clumsy bad man, but you can be a large, clumsy good man. Yeah.
0: And thats I was concerned about the sequel because I thought the mm-hmm. first film had had was so impactful to me and did have such a strong message can they recreate that for the second film and they mostly did like if the first film the first film to me is a 99% like it's solid mm-hmm. the second one is i would say 90 to 95% like it's not as with most sequels, the shock and surprise of, oh, this is really this mm-hmm. good, you expect that of the second one. So it automatically yeah. takes a hit. Like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is, I think, every bit as good as the first but it's one. It's graded
1: on a different scale. Yeah,
0: because you already know, you already yeah. go into, into it expecting something as good as the first mm-hmm. one. So I'm rambling now. None yeah, of this is useful. Yeah, no, I'm used to this. Useful. But uh, yeah, how do you feel about going off and watching Wreck It Ralph?
1: I'm really excited. I'm ready to have a fun, painless experience. For once.
0: Okay, let's let's go ahead and do that. I have no idea what commercial we're gonna end up using for the It's gonna
1: be something great. You guys are gonna love
0: it. I believe it. Alright, we're gonna go off and watch Wreck It Ralph. Uh, we'll be right back after these unknowable commercial messages. <laughs> From Disney's Wreck It Ralph comes Wreck It Ralph talking action figures. Hey yo! I'm gonna wreck it I'm gonna wreck it He'll smash ah! And bash ah! some more I'm great at what I do Wreck-It <laughs> Ralph Talking action figure Batteries not included From Thinkway Toys We Are back
1: I'm so relaxed
0: Yeah that film just whizzes by I feel it, like
1: this is the same issue We had with um, Lego Batman Where we started to kind of Fall asleep during it Just cause it was weird To not be in pain
0: Here's the thing This episode has been We're, we're at your place today mm-hmm. We have At some point last year We switched to recording a my place.
1: Yeah. And, and now we kind of go back and forth. We go back
0: and forth. I find I'm more likely to get drowsy watching a movie here mm-hmm. than I am at my place. I'm not entirely sure why. I'm not sure what the physics of that is. If we it have is indeed more physics. couches
1: here. Yeah,
0: you have 100% more couch. Yeah. And I also, I didn't today, but I have typically like lied down on a couch that is kind You have of, lain down? I've laid... Lain. Lained? You
1: have lain down.
0: I've been horizontal on a couch yes. facing the TV, and that makes it very easy He's to kind supine. of drift off. On this, on this particular occasion, I was just sitting, but I did also get very drowsy. Also, I think I know this movie inside and out. I have seen it so many times. Yeah. That I, this is maybe this is a bad thing, but it doesn't hold my attention. It, in the way that, it
1: diminishes your capacity yeah. for engagement because yeah. you're, there's no surprise. Whereas yeah. I've seen this, I think this is maybe the third time I've ever seen this. Yeah. Well, so the, there were a lot of moments where I was like, ha ah! because I, <laughs> I forgot what had happened. Yeah,
0: I noticed things in this viewing that I hadn't noticed in mm-hmm. previous viewings because, particularly at the beginning, I was definitely paying more attention to it because I wanted to be able to Before talk about it critically. Off. I didn't doze off, but I was, I, I was kind of. Half watching the last, the, the, the back end of the movie because I know it so well. Like, this is a movie that I could sit and close my eyes and I could run through the entire mm-hmm. plot top to bottom in my sleep if I needed to. Why well, would I need to do that? You may end up doing that yeah. for this um,
1: episode, be our yeah. plot recounter.
0: Yeah, we didn't watch Paperman, which is on the Blu ray, but we jumped straight into the movie because mm-hmm. Paperman isn't. Isn't a, toyetic- a toyetic movie? I guess I mean, it's
1: a paper airplane, a toy. <laughs> yes,
0: it, you know what? Maybe we should go back and watch <laughs> Paperman. Yeah, man. Whoever uh, owns the rights to paper airplanes must be just minted Rolling right in now. It, yeah. yeah, laughing all the way to the bank. That Disney money.
1: Every I remember as a child, every time I made a paper airplane, I didn't understand why I had to take a quarter <laughs>
0: out of
1: my pocket and mail it
0: to Paper Airplanes LLC. Yes,
1: in Scottsdale, Arizona.
0: Oh, Scottsdale. <laughs>
1: It was weird. I didn't understand, but now I get yeah. it.
0: So this is your third viewing. Yes. Uh, what did you take away from it on this occasion?
1: I think it's such a weird movie.
0: Define weird.
1: Just, I think, and you could say this of a lot of films, I guess, especially films that maybe people grew up with that mm. they didn't stop to think about how weird this was. But just at the, in during the climax, the visual of like candy bugs And a very sad man punching Mentos. (laughs) And and it was really dramatic. And, like, tears are in my eyes as there's a man punching a stack of Mentos.
0: (laughs) Into into boiling hot (laughs) Coke.
1: Into Coke. Yeah. And it just, you know, this is kind of veering off as though we don't already do that all the time. But I was watching um, 101 Dalmatians the other day.
0: The original animated, no, one the, or the the live action with okay. Glenn
1: Close, and it just struck me, what a weird story to tell, right? <laughs> Especially to tell this for children. Yeah. Like, mm. there's a woman who wants to kill your dogs and wear them. Like, come on this wacky adventure with us. Oh, no. It's disturbing when you think about it, and this is another one of the things is like. All, all of the elements in this movie are really, really weird. If you think about it, yeah, it's a weird. Like emotionally, it hits. Like it's really fun, and I think it's a bunch of weird flavors that work well together in the end. But just stepping outside of yourself and watching it as objectively as you can, it's it's a very strange, strange ingredients.
0: Yeah, it's it's similar in that way to um, another movie which has a lot of, like, brand cross-pollination, which is Who Framed Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit.
1: Which we come back to a lot, and I feel like yeah. maybe that should be a Patreon episode, yeah, I think we, we should talking about We it. should
0: definitely come back to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think when this film came out, I remember a lot of people, I don't know whether it was in reviews or in the news, or if it's just people I knew using their human mouths, But I remember a lot of people comparing it to Who Framed Roger Rabbit and that it is this unlikely blend of, Mm -hmm. you know, characters from different studios appearing in a story which has a shocking amount of depth to it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a story... Ultimately, Wreck-It Ralph is a story of a midlife crisis. And it's about identity and wanting to be more than what other people perceive you to be. Which is why it resonated with me so much in, in, you know, November of 2012. Because...
1: Tell us your story. Oh.
0: No, I think I pretty much went into it uh, before we watched the movie. Well, I
1: think that's a pretty universally relatable thing. Yeah. is feeling like you're cut out for more than the role you found yourself in. Yeah. And you're more than what people see you as. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that.
0: I th- and I think something, I don't think as many people, but I still think this is still broadly relatable. That idea of a full on crisis of identity. Mm-hmm. Like, am I really this thing that people think mm-hmm. I am or am I more? I don't know. And also this hyperfixation of, if I can just do this one thing, my whole life will change. Yeah, I
1: will prove to myself and to everyone else my worth.
0: I'll get this medal. I'll start this podcast. I'll (laughs) do this webcomic. You know? (laughs) These things that we think will... Yeah. And along those lines, like, this is the... Like, the life Toyetic is the longest podcast project that i've ever been directly involved Aww. in like consecutively the last podcast I did, i've I,
1: cured you uh no i well, no. fixed you
0: <laughs> okay that's not true but we'll keep going <laughs> um um should we just jump straight into into yeah. the narrative
1: we can do the narrative real quick and then let's talk about more of these deep themes
0: yeah um and so, talk about
1: our souls and our traumas yeah
0: so, Wreck-It like Ralph starts with uh, with Ralph at a bad anon meeting with a bunch of other bad guys from mm-hmm. various video games. Bowser is there. Uh, Dr. Eggman from Sonic mm-hmm. the Hedgehog.
1: Robotnik. Uh,
0: yes, yeah, so what he used to be called, and now he's Dr. Eggman. Yeah, yeah.
1: I never knew that he was Robotnik. I always thought he was Eggman. Yeah. And then the Mean Bean Machine, and I was like, "Who is Dr. Robotnik? He looks exactly like Eggman." <laughs> it's,
0: it's his. Someone had to
1: sit me down and explain to me.
0: Dr. Eggman went into evil villainy, and Dr. Robotnik went into bean distribution <laughs> and dentistry. Um, but they're identical twins, so yeah. And he's at with a, with a bunch of like record like M Bison is there and the
1: ghost, the Pac Man ghost.
0: Uh, I think it's the orange one. I'm trying to remember. I think it's Blinky. I
1: don't know their names. I
0: used to know their names. I can't remember now. Also, Zangief is there. Who is not? Is that a real speaking. person? He is from Street Fighter too. Okay, but I don't know that I would identify him as a bad guy. And I think that's been an ongoing topic of discussion for mm. Wreck-It Ralph fans and Street Fighter fans over the last. Gosh, has it been six The Wreck-it Ralph community yeah. is up in arms over this. The Wreck-it Ralph subreddit has threads and threads <laughs> of debate. I don't know, but Zangief is there, uh, and and Wreck-it Ralph is just kind of there talking about his life story, and it's the 30th anniversary of his game, and he doesn't want to be a bad guy anymore, and this makes everyone in the room <gasps> they're shocked, and they ask him, "Are you going turbo?" Specifically, M. Bison asks, "Are you? You're not going turbo?" and that's great because one of the Street Fighter games was Street Fighter Two Turbo. So watching that in the theater for the first time, not knowing the context for what mm-hmm. Turbo means as slang within the arcade community, as in the arcade, the community of arcade games and characters, not like people who go to arcades in our world, not knowing what that meant, I thought, oh, is that just like a fun? Oh, they're a just a fun saying,
1: little. They're just tossing that in. Yeah,
0: uh, and then it becomes something later, which was yeah, like they, this
1: film. They explain is,
0: it. This film is really, really good at. Dropping a thing as a reference or a joke or like a little moment, and then it's a big thing later. Yeah, like this. This is such a brilliant script. It, yeah,
1: there's no clunky exposition. It's all. It all feels very natural. It's just a lot of
0: fun. Yeah, it's a really really fun movie. And
1: I feel like you can tell in the early moments of the film that like this film is gonna take your hand and like you can trust it.
0: Yeah, it's it's and it's so beautifully. I don't want to say shot, but it's the shot composition mm-hmm. is so. So gorgeous. Like, there's that shot near the end of the movie where you've got Felix and...
1: Calhoun. Calhoun. On the other side of the...
0: On the... It's not really a rainbow bridge, but, like... (laughs) Looking out towards Sugar You know what it
1: reminds me of is the bridge, the Asgard Bridge. Yeah. That has a name, right? It does
0: have a... The, I think it's just the Rainbow Bridge. Oh, is it actually? Yeah.
1: Is that what you were it's referencing Rainbow Road. anyway? Yes. Okay, never mind. Uh. Fuck me.
0: Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. It probably has a different name in it Norse. It probably
1: has, yeah, an actual Norse name.
0: Or Marvel, Marvel gave it a fun name. Okay. Like, I'm
1: not going to look it up because I am lazy.
0: So Ralph goes back to his game, Fix It Felix Jr., and they're having a big party, the in the pa- party, in the anniversary party. So he goes up and he knocks on the door, and he's kind of grumpy because he he, a wasn't bunch invited. Of, he wasn't invited. Yeah. Uh, other people at Pac Man's there. Sonic, the, I did not notice that Sonic the Hedgehog wasn't
1: in the party was theme. there. Yeah, I didn't see him, but I believe that you saw him. He's
0: when they knock on the door, and Gene goes and opens the door and closes it and says it's Ralph. The reaction shot: Sonic is kind of in the mm. in the crowd. If I wasn't trying to pay more attention, I probably would have missed him. I've missed him every other time I've seen this movie. Um, oh,
1: he's a sneaky little hedgehog. Yeah.
0: One of the things I also noticed is that the stars inside Fix-It Felix Jr., both when we're looking at the arcade cabinet and when we're inside it and it's a fully 3D rendered world, they're not just pixels of white, but there are some green pixels in there and some red pixels and some blue pixels. I think some yellow, which is the same way that the stars were done in Gallagher. Which is another arcade game. So I thought that was a very maybe nice Maybe that's touch. a
1: reference that they're yeah, making. I don't know certainly. anything about classic yeah. arcade games. I'm so out of my depth right now.
0: I remember as a kid, my dad was, I don't know for how long. I have My memories are not super duper um, clear on this. But at the latest by 94, maybe 95. My dad was the manager of a laser tag place in our hometown. Which had an attached arcade. And because my dad was the manager, if I heard about an arcade game, like he would order it in. Oh, so, what
1: power! Yeah, I know,
0: and my mum was a huge pinball fan, so we'd get pinball machines Lots in as pimples. well. Lots of Lots yeah. of pimple machines. Pimple machines, yeah. Squeeze those pimple machines. Oh, God. This is the worst thing I've ever said.
1: I'm sorry, I made this happen. Yeah,
0: so that's, where I, that's the first place I played things like World Heroes and Mortal Kombat and Pang, which is still one of my favorite games of all time.
1: So you're an arcade pro. You know what's what.
0: Yeah, I know where the buttons are. I
1: don't. The stick's I, on
0: the left, the buttons are on the right.
1: See, when I see an arcade machine, I think, how many humans have touched that? <laughs> I don't want that. That please. is why
0: you bring a pack of wet wipes to the okay. arcade. That I will do that yourself.
1: next time.
0: Yeah. So, he gets in a fight. Dong!
1: Oh, yeah! He gets in a
0: fight with the people because they make the cake.
1: They make the cake and he's he's upset with how he's represented.
0: yeah. He's he he objects to in the word. Yeah, I would be is representation matters yes. and the way that he's represented, he's kind of vilified.
1: It's almost like he is a villain.
0: And the culmination of this is well, if I get a medal, I'll be great. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Yeah, if you get a medal, you can live in the penthouse.
1: So yeah. that's
0: what he decides to do. So he's he,
1: like, I'm gonna go get a medal from somewhere yeah. after he smashes the cake.
0: He smashes up the cake and makes a big old mess. Colours Pac-Man in, in pink goo.
1: Which Pat in, seems like he's into.
0: Yeah, he doesn't object. There's, there's some stuff happens in this there's movie. There's some
1: interesting stuff.
0: I almost regret there using some stuff. the title Kink Andy for, for the Candyland Candy episode, episode. Because it would have
1: also been applicable it's here. It's definitely...
0: A, is this like Kink Andy 2?
1: Kink Andy 2.
0: Manchester United nil. That's yes. the
1: score currently. Cool.
0: So, Ralph goes to Root Beer Tapper to ask Tapper, like, who's the barman, mm-hmm. at this arcade machine, which is a real machine. And, uh, yeah, the barman says, well, I don't know where we can get a medal. Maybe there's one in The Lost and Found. Which leads Ralph to go through The Lost and Found. And then this soldier walks by who's like, I want to describe it as, he's having a PTSD attack.
1: Yeah, he's definitely having some sort of episode. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of that in this movie. There's a
1: lot of trauma mm. that's... Mm. Played for laughs.
0: But not, you know, as someone who has trauma, I don't yeah. feel like it's done maliciously.
1: No, I, it's, I, not, I, it's not It's um, not making light of it, yeah. really, but it's just done in kind of a silly way.
0: Yeah, it's in a kind of a silly cartoon way. I, I personally don't have any objection to the way that trauma is depicted. And in fact, there are certain, certain elements of trauma in the film Wreck-It Ralph about video game characters. There were certain depictions of trauma- In this movie that I genuinely love. And we'll Mm -hmm. we'll come to those in a bit. But Ralph basically steals this traumatized man's armor and goes to his bed. Oh yeah, because
1: he... Yeah, he strips him naked. Yeah. And shoves him in a closet. And we never hear of this man again.
0: This man, his name is...
1: He has a name.
0: Wachowski? He's
1: got... It's something Mark... Markovsky.
0: So... Ralph goes to the game and it's super violent and it costs like two dollars to play two whole
1: dollars eight quarters American
0: he, he's not supposed to be in this game he's terrified of it he makes the girl who's playing the game lose and then when everyone else go, everyone else tries to go like back to one back to their starting positions Ralph's like screw it I'm gonna go because I always forgot to mention the reason he breaks into this game it's is to win the medal, to win the medal that you get at the, at the end the of the game because it's at the
1: top of a tower and he's like hey I know how to climb stuff it's kind of
0: my yeah. thing And he goes in, and he has the medal, but there's a bunch of alien eggs, and he accidentally wakes them up. He
1: wakes up all the little buggies. Uh,
0: One of them hatches. He and this one creature, the Cybug, get thrown into an escape pod, which shoots out of the game and into Sugar Rush.
1: Yeah, it goes through, I guess, the cable and through the... Yeah,
0: like the power strip is like Grand Central Station, yeah. Yeah. So, it crashes in Sugar Rush.
1: Into the candy canes.
0: Ralph and the Cybug. Yeah, they get kicked out from the uh, from the ejector seat. The cyborg drowns in the...
1: The goopy stuff. The I guess it's taffy. Yeah. It's just like molten taffy that's in little little ponds. Yeah. Like tar pits.
0: And Ralph's metal gets stuck on one of the branches, so Ralph has to climb one of the, the um, candy cane trees mm-hmm. to retrieve it. And this is where he meets Vanellope von Schweetz. Yes. Voiced by Sarah Silverman. Who almost certainly said "fuck" in the recording booth. I
1: bet she definitely There's, did, and I'm sure the animators animated something of hers that was just for them, just
0: for them, like at the rap party yeah. or something horrible. Uh, <laughs> so, Vanellope is just being obnoxious and annoying,
1: mm-hmm. it and never stops
0: it for the duration of this movie. But it never—I mean, it's definitely annoying to Ralph. I don't think as a like watching her as a character, I never feel annoyed watching her because yeah. it's it's kept entertaining. But uh, she sees the medal and she gets it before Ralph does. Ralph falls back into the taffy because he was holding onto a...
1: A double stripe. Yeah, and the so double stripe... So he stri- lands in the taffy and he's kind of stuck yeah. there for a bit. And she runs off with the medal. Yeah. I think one of the reasons that she's not annoying to us as audience members is because it's obvious that she has an agenda and she doesn't exist just to like derail his plans or yeah. get him off track. She's
0: not just doing a Bugs Bunny whereas we're going to dick with Elma Fudd just because it's like it's Thursday evening I've got nothing better to do. Yeah. Like there's motive. <sighs> so Ralph has fallen in the taffy and he gets out.
1: Yeah. Well, Vanellope's gone to go enter the race. Into the race, yeah. the race She that the- has the medal that she's going to use as a coin for I guess yeah. her entry fee.
0: Yeah. Within the context of the game which races are playable on any given day is randomly determined. But the way that they do that in-game is all of the races have to put a coin in at, so that they, they are, are they able race to race. And then they
1: race to be selected.
0: Yeah. Which, thinking about what King Candy...
1: King Andy, who, who
0: King Andy is in this. He's, he's he's Turbo. He's he's
1: Spoilers! I mean,
0: it's been seven years, people. Come on. Has it been seven years? I
1: think it's been seven it's years. It's been six
0: years and change, at least. Because it came out, what, November of 2012?
1: Oh, well then, yeah, six years in a bit. Yeah.
0: If he reprogrammed the game, to keep vanelope from participating, he may have reprogrammed it, so there needs to be this mm. coin and only gave only generated enough coins in game for each of the other races and not vanelope so it's a del- it's a system that is he creates, deliberately
1: he he creates artificial scarcity
0: it's a uh, it's a bitcoin yes it's bad, but keep going bad uh yeah it, it's he set up a deliberate system that is designed to keep this marginalized individual from participating. So then again, there's a lot of layers. Yeah. can really get there. into this. Yeah. Um, and then also he has a sex dungeon.
1: Yeah, he does. So my bad. Doesn't it say bad girl in it? It, it does say bad girl. Like it says that?
0: naughty on the walls. Yeah,
1: there's a lot also, to unpack.
0: I do want to apologize. I did misrepresent it. It is not a sex dungeon. It is a sex fungeon. Yes. Regular sex dungeon you don't enjoy yourself in, but a sex fungeon Wouldn't is all it- about.
1: I want to preserve Well, Sex Dungeon isn't alliterative, but you know I'm all about alliteration, so there is a way we could make Sex (laughs) dungeon a little more alliterative, but I I do not want to say the words, because it makes me uncomfortable.
0: Fuck Fungeon? Yeah. There we go. I said it.
1: That would be the episode title, but it can't be, I don't think. I
0: feel like Fungeon could also just be a combination of Fuck Dungeon.
1: Oh, Yeah. Yeah. That well, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it is. That's it's, what he means by fungin.
0: It's a fungin. And I'm I'm not telling you what it really For is. For me, a
1: fungin sounds like something you like get on your foot and you have to go to the doctor and get it lanced or something. Mm. That's what just as like a phonetic intensive it sounds like to me. You do
0: have what appears to be a small fungin on your <laughs> uh on your right heel. We can which freeze is that off. I, I mean, right now it's mostly benign, but it will get bigger. We can't really <laughs> there's really no need to remove it now but just keep an eye on it if it gets worse over the next i want to say next two months let us know and we'll schedule you for an appointment to 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 have the fungin lanced and drained
1: i'm so uncomfortable
0: (laughs) (laughs) if you have any questions i made that happen if you have any questions here's a pamphlet
1: i have questions and the questions are why and
0: well i mean it's usually
1: can we get back
0: it's, I mean, if you've been what? swimming in a communal we pool, that can were. be...
1: This is gross. <laughs> this is very gross.
0: It's. I, I want to stress this. This is not your fault.
1: Kink Andy has <laughs> a sex dungeon. <engine. laughs> so that's really all that we're trying to communicate. Yes, that's better
0: to say than me taking of the concept of a Veruca and expanding it out into this yeah. horrible thing. So, uh... Vanellope's about to race with her crappy home... Well, she's entered to race with her crappy car. She's not about to race.
1: But they notice her, obviously. Yeah. Because she's there.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other racers show up to meet her off course later. And fuck around with her. Like, they start breaking her cart. They smash it up. And they push her into the mud. Which Ralph sees.
1: Oh, he's very sensitive about being pushed into mud.
0: Yes. Because that's how it happens to him.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh... I mean, you've jumped ahead a lot. I have
0: have I jumped ahead you've a lot? You jumped
1: ahead because that's when he, she recruits him to help her build a car.
0: Well, I mean, that's that comes after the the them running away from the 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 cops and the devil dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting some of this mixed up in my head now. It's
1: just so much fun cuz we haven't um, cuz Felix shows up to yeah. To say, hey, where's my bud? Mm. And that's when he and Calhoun they go to Sugar Rush too. So there's like a whole B plot of yeah, they that's happening. also there. I've that's skipped all of that, yeah. Simultaneously.
0: Yeah. So they they uh Calhoun and Felix show up.
1: The nitty-gritty of this doesn't really matter because we are here to just talk about our impressions and our yeah. warm feelings.
0: And I have to believe I want to believe that anyone who's listening to this podcast has already seen Wreck-It mm-hmm. Ralph. If you haven't Stop listening to yeah, the Yeah, pro- we already like,
1: spoiled the ending yeah. for you. I'm sorry.
0: You need you need to see it. I feel like we can breeze through the rest of the narrative. Yeah,
1: they So, win.
0: so Vanellope recruits Ralph to help build uh, her
1: a car, break
0: into yeah the car bakery to build a car. They get caught. They drive away into the secret unfinished into bonus the, level, the which Coke is inside yeah. the Coke Mountain. Vanellope has revealed that she can't drive, so Ralph uh, smashes up a course around the the hot Diet Coke, the boiling Diet Coke It's like a hot springs. Yeah. Yeah. With the Mentos above, which I mentioned because it's an important plot point later. I mean,
1: we've mentioned it. Yes.
0: And then there's a montage set to the song Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna. It's like
1: so. It's a song...
0: Now, I've seen this film many times, and I also have the soundtrack to this, so I've heard so the you've song. You've the whole song, and you know you understand
1: song. now what it's about.
0: I've always understood.
1: I didn't understand because I don't listen to Rihanna, but you were like, haha, it's so funny that they set this montage to a sex song. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? There's She's not talking about she's sex. She's talking about
0: cars. She's no, it's about, about sex. Cars.
1: And then I looked at the lyrics, and I felt uncomfortable reading the lyrics with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an extremely sexual Do you want to, here's the
0: thing do you want to read the lyrics out? Out loud for the podcast i don't are you going to for the podcast um am i gonna force you into an uncomfortable position
1: yes i mean you can read them i'll be uncomfortable still but at least i won't have compromised my values
0: i think it's funnier for you to i think that audibly that's funnier for you to read them but i also acknowledge that it's un- maybe uncomfortable if you would rather i read you them you look
1: like you can handle what's under my hood cool My engine's ready to explode, explode, explode. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, just a bunch of stuff.
0: It's a bunch of... But Rihanna did not write that song, but she definitely did sing it, and it is about... Fucking. Mm-hmm. It's about fucking using... I feel like she wrote that song thinking... I'm
1: sorry, what? Where is the sentence going?
0: I feel like she recorded the song thinking it would be used in a Fast and Furious mm-hmm. movie. And then Disney, the Walt Disney Company, heard it and went, Yes, yes. this song about sex... Makes
1: me think of children driving candy cars. Yeah,
0: because and because it's all car euphemisms, definitely we should use it in our kids movie
1: maybe whoever heard the song didn't understand double entendre and they were like this is really weird that this lady is really excited about this car driving experience but i'm gonna roll with it because i need a song about cars yeah. and the only other one i can think of is life is a highway which we've already used in another one of our films
0: yes <laughs> can't use the same song twice no the other one i can think of that is about car is the theme to chitty chitty bang, bang <laughs> which i don't think <laughs> is our faithful
1: Fendered friend yeah
0: Fendered, thirty-two years, and it's just occurred to me, fendered, not feathered. Why would he? Why have I I've been singing feathered <laughs> this whole time? I just thought it was like a euphemism for like, like we
1: it was some weird American thing that you just didn't try I to understand. I don't.
0: I, don't, I thought I, I didn't even think that. I just thought it's a euphemism
1: for the fact that he
0: like birds of a feather. Like we're friends. We're good. We're good buds. I thought that. Listen. <laughs>
1: You learned something from me. I,
0: I learned I'm wrong. I
1: enriched your life. About
0: the Ian Fleming movie, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. He also wrote James Bond. Anyway, so she learns how to drive. Ralph, who cannot... Very
1: quickly she yeah. learns how to drive stick, which I want to say, I tried to also learn yeah. how to drive stick over the course of a two-minute montage. Didn't work out well for me. No, I... I still can't drive stick.
0: So they're about to leave to go to the race. They drive out. Vanellope realizes Oh I've forgotten something And goes back into the cave And that's when
1: Kink Andy shows
0: up Kink Andy shows up And he's like Hey Vanellope can't race She's a glitch if she becomes if she wins the race and becomes a racer, and the players choose her and she glitches out, they'll think there's something wrong with the machine and will be unplugged, and everyone will have to leave the machine, but she won't be able to leave because glitches can't leave their games, which is something Vanelope had said earlier, which again becomes a major thing both now and later in the movie. The thing we didn't mention is that kink Andy, Andy comma kink. Has access to the game code and was able to retrieve the medal that Vanellope used to enter mm-hmm. by going into the code and moving the medal and kind of
1: reconstituting pot. it. Yeah,
0: moved it from the pot into like his inventory. Mm-hmm.
1: So now he has the medal and he presents it to Ralph, saying like, "You yeah. got it. Like, please leave now."
0: Yeah, here's the medal. Do what you do what you want to do? But like, she can't race. And mm-hmm. then he goes. Vanellope shows up, gives him a medal she made out of like a cookie.
1: Yeah, it's very and, nice. It's a very tender. Oh, uh, what is that? It's like the Airheads extremes. What are those little, the I don't sparkly, know what yeah. chewy, flat? They're like it's like a tapeworm, but it's yummy. <laughs> a like
0: yummy a tapeworm. Candy. It's like
1: a candy tapeworm. Yeah.
0: Ralph tries to convince Vanellope that she shouldn't race. Then he says she can't race. Hangs her like hangs her by her hood on a nearby branch
1: and wrecks her car smashes
0: up her it's car very
1: upsetting it's
0: very, very I cry every time I like if you like, cry every time
1: I don't like depictions of betrayal yeah or injustice yeah
0: the worst thing is he says I'm doing this for your own good mm-hmm. because he's been gaslit I want to stress like he's been he's gaslit been lied to. yeah he's been lied to and he's now doing what he thinks is right based on misinformation Mm -hmm. that he's been given but he's doing it in a very painful to observe manner and then Vanellope no one
1: enjoys what's happening yeah
0: Vanellope falls down cries calls him a bad guy Mm -hmm. he leaves he goes back to his game Fix It Felix Jr. and discovers everyone has abandoned shop um, because
1: he was gone, and so yeah. they thought the game was out of order. So when
0: Felix went to look for him, and then he didn't come back, everyone abandoned the game. And all
1: the townsfolk have left.
0: The only person left is Gene, who relays this information, and uh, he, as he's leaving, he, like, he pours himself a martini.
1: Oh yeah, there's alcohol in this, yeah. that's why it's rated PG. There we
0: go. Basically calls Ralph a dick and then leaves. Well,
1: he gives him the key because he's because Ralph did come back with a medal and yeah. he's like, "Here's the keys to the yeah. penthouse," but now you like you're still alone. I'm like fuck yeah. you.
0: Like Ralph said, I just didn't want to live alone in the in the in the, in the garbage. garbage. And Gene and says, "Well, now you can live alone in, in the, the penthouse," pen and that's such a
1: ah, oh, it hurts. Yeah, but Gene is still being a dick.
0: Yeah, no one's nice to Ralph at any point in this movie. No. Uh, even Vanellope is kind of mean, but in you know, a like fun, friendly like the way that. Friends the way the other, friends yeah. will, yeah, we'll rag say mean things you, like, to each yeah. other. You shit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry.
1: You probably deserved that.
0: No, you didn't deserve that at all. That was I was just okay. I was trying to do a bit, and I apologise. Mm-hmm. It was uncalled okay. for you. Your feelings matter to me.
1: Okay.
0: Please continue to hold a representative. will be a <laughs> the next So Ralph throws the medal at the, the, screen. the screen, like the glass. The, the glass. Which knocks off the out of order sign and he can see the sugar rush machine. And Vanellope's art is painted on the side of the machine. I was
1: going to say her arse is painted. Her arse
0: is painted? Her arse is painted right on the side of that machine.
1: <laughs> I love it. Can you do the rest of the podcast with that
0: voice? No, I don't think I can. Please. No, I don't think I can. I think this would be very uncomfortable and I thing we ought to listen to. So Vanellope's on the side of the machine. Ralph goes back to Sugar Rush and sees, um, the S- sour Bill who is like this. Sour Bill, who is King Candy's. Is it
1: actually called a Sour Bill? I
0: guess. I don't know. It's like know. a sour,
1: it's like a. what? Like a sour are those hard candy? Called? You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Jeremy, the round... <laughs> it's a spherical sour thing that you yeah. suck on. They're, I know they have a name, but I'm, I'm not a big fan of Sour person. Bill, I
0: think. I don't know.
1: Sour. So Sour Bill.
0: And Ralph basically tortures information out of him.
1: Yeah, he sucks on him.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is
1: a really sexually charged yeah. film.
0: And reveals that Vanellope used to be a racer, but King Candy removed her code from the game. Mm-hmm. If she The reason he doesn't want her to race is if she crosses, crosses the finish, finish line, line, she doesn't even need to win the race. If she crosses the finish line, all of the characters in the game will regain their memories of the way the game was before, mm-hmm. and she'll be restored as an actual racer in the game. The game will be basically reset to factory settings. Mm-hmm. And also Fix-It Felix is in jail. We should mention this. Felix Oh, yeah, because he...
1: Cal- they found... Did they... Mm, they haven't found the nest yet.
0: No, they were looking for cybugs but because they cybugs... They were looking
1: for it together. And yeah. then Jane Lynch got triggered.
0: Yeah, that's literally... a
1: flashback.
0: Yeah, I want to stress it because this is a moment I do want to focus on. So, Felix is definitely crushing pretty hard on Calhoun. Mm-hmm. Says, you're one dynamite gal... And there's this kind of sequence of flashbacks of Calhoun's former partner saying, You're one dynamite gal, up to him being eaten Eaten. on their wedding day by cybugs. And she is a very, like, she kicks him out of the ship and.
1: And flies off.
0: Flies off. And just the way that that is shot and her immediate reaction, it's like, if you want to understand what it is like to be. Triggered.
1: I can identify with yeah, that absolutely. very much. I'm yeah. just like, I'm fine. Suddenly I'm screaming and I want you to get out of my car.
0: Yeah, I've had that. Like, mm-hmm. I've been in that moment. And it's the kind of thing where that's a very real mm-hmm. moment for me in the movie that is... I don't think it's played for laughs.
1: It's it's just... It's very gentle. Like, it's...
0: It's a Disney version yeah, of, a, of, a, yeah. of a, an anxiety attack. Yeah. I, another film So I it's watched,
1: non-threatening, and I think it's more accessible yeah. because of that.
0: A- another example of a, a, a film that has kind of an anxiety attack or a panic attack, or being triggered in it, is uh, actually Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3... Um, has Tony Stark dealing with mm-hmm. the PTSD of everything that happens at the in, at in the Avengers. end of the first Avengers movie? Iron Man Three is my favorite movie because of how it deals with. I think the PTSD. I've only seen
1: it. The once, and I remember making a note of that. But it's like, I don't need to watch movies about PTSD. I can just watch the movie that is my life. I don't... (laughs) I don't need to, like, supplement this.
0: But I I like it because... But
1: I can appreciate...
0: Yeah. If people don't understand what it's like to have an anxiety attack, to be triggered, I can point to Wreck-It Ralph. I can point to IMM3. I dated someone many, many years ago who... She had synesthesia, so she saw... Sounds and flavours.
1: I have synesthesia. You
0: have. We've had this conversation.
1: Well, where is this conversation going?
0: Well, this other person, this was Helen, who I don't think mm-hmm. you ever met, but she commented on the scene in Ratatouille where he's talking about, like... The
1: flavours. The flavours, and yeah. you see the mm-hmm. symbols for that's the different flavours.
0: Yeah, that's that was how she explained synesthesia to me, because that was the first time I had even come across the concept. I think if you are someone who lives with PTSD or trauma or who has anxiety attacks... I to think be it can... able
1: to point to something yeah. and show people like this lays it out, yeah, very neatly. Like I also have OCD, and I've like sat my friends down and and made them watch Ella Enchanted to be like this is what OCD is like, yeah. and that movie meant a lot to me. Yeah, that and Phoebe in Wonderland you know those kinds of films where it's like i can't explain this to you but if you sit down and watch this and pay even a little bit of attention maybe you'll get you'll get an understanding of what it is that i live with every day
0: yeah i i'm starting to get that now with um with dory and finding nemo because of the memory issues that Mm, are associated with fibromyalgia and i haven't seen finding dory yet ironically because i keep forgetting that i should watch it So it
1: has a it has a gay family in it. Is it still That's what on I Netflix? I remember about it. I do not know. I'm not sure. Okay. I've only seen it the once, okay. I think in theaters. I
0: need to check. Ralph breaks into the jail to rescue Felix and have yeah, Felix, Felix is
1: failing at escaping because he can only fix things. Yeah,
0: he tries to break the bars with his magic hammer and f- makes them thicker. I love that. Which uh
1: is also kind of sexual. It is
0: there's so much sexual.
1: There's a lot. I th-
0: I think that in terms of sexual content Uh, inadvertent sexual content in an animated movie Trolls has every other film beat Trolls the first that was we couldn't have picked a better first uh, it really
1: was the taste that set the pace for this show it
0: it established a firm trajectory for our descent into sexy a rock hard trajectory (laughs) Anyway, so Felix fixes the car by hitting it with a hammer. Mm-hmm. They bust Vanellope out of the oh, fungion, sexy jail, out of the fuck dungeon. She's chained up in the fuck dungeon. She is, and there, there are signs, signs say
1: naughty and naughty like,
0: and bad, bad girl, girl and stuff like that. But they get her to the race, and she's racing, and she's doing really, really well. And then the cybugs show up. They burst out of the ground. They start mm-hmm. eating the course. And Calhoun and Felix work... And Ralph, I think, work to kind of get everyone who lives in the game out of the game. You know, out through the main main exit. But Vanellope can't go with them. She she hits that forceful because she's Well, a she's
1: racing. I mean, yeah. it is revealed at this point, right? That yeah. Kink, Kink Andy is yeah. turbo. There's a whole reveal. Yeah, there's she, a, she's racing and she's winning. There's and-
0: a section where their cars are kind of, like, stuck nose to nose... And King Candy has kind of has kind of pulled her stick shift out, and she's trying to pull it back, and she starts to glitch and as she glitches, his real identity is revealed mm-hmm. as uh, as turbo, this character from another racing game who tried to hijack another game and got them both knocked out of Unplugged. order and, yeah King Candy gets eaten by a cybug, becomes a cybug
1: yeah, because they oh that's so dis- I had forgotten about that yeah. I had forgotten about the disturbing body horror stuff that yeah. happens.
0: Uh, Cyborg King Candy takes Ralph, because Ralph is, Ralph is going to the, because Calhoun says we can't get rid of these cyborgs without a beacon, and Ralph has a brainwave.
1: Because he's going to go make the volcano yeah. erupt, and that will make a big yeah. light in the sky, and that's um, what the bugs are attracted to.
0: Yeah, but Cyborg King Candy roughs him up a bit, there's a bit of a boss fight, King Candy picks him up and flies him up really high, Ralph frees himself to plummet down towards the the Mentos and uh, recites the the affirmation that the they do at the end of the the, 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 the yeah. yeah the Bad-Anon meetings, which is really it's a beautiful moment, mm-hmm. and I did cry like every time I see it's that. Very, I, it's I such I cry. a
1: it's so weird, yeah. But it's so it hits you so hard. Just all of the setups and payoffs in this movie are really strong.
0: So many of the individual moments in this movie are like Rumpelstiltskin moments, like. I don't know if I've ever talked about a Rumpelstiltskin moment. Let's
1: talk about Rumpelstiltskin on this moments.
0: Um, there is an episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine called If Wishes Were Horses, mm-hmm. where the things people imagine start to become real. And it starts at the very beginning of the episode with Chief O'Brien reading a bedtime story to his daughter... He's reading the tale of Stiltskin. and after he says good night and leaves the room, she comes out after him and says, Stiltskin's in my room." And then he goes in, and Stiltskin's literally in the Sounds room.
1: Sounds disturbing. It's
0: silly, like, and a lot of the episode is kind of played for laughs.
1: A lighthearted episode, yeah.
0: And the idea of a Stiltskin episode is it's an episode that contains a scene or moment that if you view it out of context and it's your first exposure to this franchise, it can put you off the entire franchise Mm. top to bottom. So if you you were watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine... I had
1: never seen it before and that was the first episode I saw. Yeah.
0: Or even worse, like if I was sitting in the room watching it I'm watching that episode, and you come in as Rumpelstiltskin's on the screen. That's your first impression of of Star Trek, and that that ruins it and for now me.
1: Now it's over. Yeah,
0: Star Trek has a lot of Rumpelstiltskin moments. Doctor Who is chock a block with well, Rumpelstiltskin moments. That's because they're both
1: so diverse in yeah. terms of like the kinds of stories they tell. I mean, they're these sci-fi series are predicated upon like being able to go anywhere in space or time. yeah. So it makes sense that they play yeah. with that a lot.
0: So I find fantasy has more tools. So I, th- I
1: kind of come to expect yeah. that from those kinds of series. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so Ralph smashes the Mentos. The Mentos go into the volcano. The Mentos! The Mentos! <laughs> what are you doing? sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the the mentors fall into the Diet Coke. The Diet Coke hot spring bursts up. All of the cyborgs fly into it, including Ralph. Not Ralph. No, nope, <sighs> the other one. King Candy. Thank you. Um, it's
1: really disturbing watching him fighting himself as he flies to his death.
0: Yeah, but it's beautifully animated. No, so, it's great. But yeah. also,
1: it's grim. The light
0: and the use of color is and his face and Alan Tudyk's performance as well. Yeah is is sensational and that's the cyborg but it is disturbing
1: with. to watch like the horror on someone's face as they are like literally in the process of dying
0: yeah watching that i uh, the thought i had this session like watching this for the un- umpteenth time was yeah i don't want to die either like that's <laughs>
1: i also want uh, to live that was
0: where my brain went went with it which is nice because that's not always a thought that i have so it was nice in this moment to, to have
1: your self-preservation yeah. instinct it's nice yeah. to know that that's there
0: Yeah, I mean, I deal with depression and anxiety, and the desire to live is not always super-duper present, but it is super-present right now. Mm -hmm. That's a good sign, right? So
1: just watch this movie, and you'll be reminded that you do want to live. (laughs) You do not want to die, especially not by flying into a volcano eruption.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Fix-It Felix fixes the race course. Penelope goes over the finish line.
1: And she becomes a
0: She becomes princess. a princess, which she was always, always to begin with. In her heart. She abdicates and becomes a president. And yeah, then... I
1: don't think you, a monarch declaring themselves president. Like, I don't know that that's the definition of a constitutional <laughs> democracy. Well, but... we don't
0: know how soon they held elections that's after. True. Like, she could have thought of herself as like a, like a temporary, also, there's a proper term for it, where it's a, uh, uh, like a stop cap, Like president. acting president Until they have a, Like a, a formal election Which she can then rig A la Battlestar Galactica Yeah
1: Is that ever Did they go over that In the second Wreck-It Ralph? No Okay
0: Yes No It did not happen um, <laughs> It's a
1: political drama It's House of Cards It's
0: it's House of Cards It's very West Wing A lot
1: mm. of walking talks in Oh yeah
0: Aaron Sorkin actually the wrote The script for uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet That's what breaks the internet Is democracy <laughs> But can't, yeah,
1: can't have any of that.
0: The epilogue is Ralph at the Badenon meeting again, talking about how much better things are now. Mm-hmm. He's like come to terms with with who he is and his role, his role in the game and in the world, and everyone else is being nice to they him. They appreciate and, him, yeah. now. And I think that's really all he wanted. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't need to change as a person. He just, you know, he just wanted people to acknowledge him and see him. Yeah. Um, and it's a very touching, sad. I don't want to say sad, like bittersweet, because him and Vanetta are kind of separated by their separate I mean, games. They can
1: still visit yeah. each other in the after hours.
0: Yeah, but it's still sad. Like the the tone is emotional. Maybe sad is the wrong word, but it's definitely emotional, and it always gets to me. And the film ends with. Uh, I, mean, you,
1: I mean, you're all you're already primed to cry. Yeah. By this point, primed in the to film. cry.
0: The Ben Patton story. <laughs> So that's Wreck It Ralph. It's again. Hopefully, you've seen it. Like, well, I think we did a bad job of recounting the narrative.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it it's good. It it's makes a, sense, and it's good.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's my all time favorite Disney movie. It is up there. I think. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and rate it now because we, we have themes to discuss. But yeah, this is, for me, this is up there with the Lego movie. So in this terms is
1: one of, of your top favorite movies ever, this I guess, is, in existence. Yeah,
0: this is, it's my favorite. I'd said before it was my favorite of the computer animated Disney movies. It, I think it's my all-time favorite Disney, Disney movie. movie. It's up there for me with, like, Aladdin and the Lion King mm-hmm. and Pinocchio. Like, these are films that of the Disney canon are very near and dear to my heart. And you and like Ralph Pinocchio? Of- I like Pinocchio, yeah. Okay. I watched it a lot I've never a heard
1: anyone cite Pinocchio as a favourite Disney movie. I
0: watched it a lot as a kid, and definitely... Did you
1: identify with being a weird wooden boy that no one understood?
0: No, I identified with being a tiny cricket that no one listened to. Okay. So yeah, I mean, Wreck-It Ralph could have just been goofy movie weather or video game characters, and instead it has this real core to it of wanting to be acknowledged Mm -hmm. and and having a crisis of identity and it is wanting
1: to be seen yeah wanting to be understood and seeing more in yourself than others can see in you yeah
0: and i think that's that's a relatively i think universal i don't know anyone who couldn't relate to that idea unless
1: you're like a baby child and you just don't know what the world is yet
0: but even babies want to be seen. That's why they make that noise. Yeah,
1: there's no other that reason baby for that noise. to be happening.
0: Yeah, they want to be seen and changed. And doesn't Ralph also he want also, to be changed? Yes,
1: he also changes. And
0: does not Vanellope change? They him? all change. Yeah, uh, he
1: is a diaper baby.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, it's 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 a thoroughly enjoyable sit and there's not a line wasted in this movie. Like everything serves the mm-hmm. grander narrative. It's very tight. Even when there are even like dumb throwaway jokes, like the, the, the Mentos mountain, which I thought was just.
1: Mm-hmm. And then it comes back into play in such a big yeah. way.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, it's difficult in a way to kind of be critical of this movie because it
1: means a lot to you emotionally, yeah. and it's just objectively really good. Like, yeah, there like, aren't really any missed beats.
0: There are some lines that feel a little bit clunky to me, like when they're in the when Ralph is rescuing Felix from from jail, and Felix is talking about how you don't know what it's like to be you know cast out and treated like a criminal, and then Ralph immediately says, "Yes, I do." That's every day of my life, and that feels so on the nose to mm-hmm. me.
1: Like I feel like they could have done that a little more subtly. Yeah,
0: but I also feel like. You want to move on to the next bit Mm -hmm. of the movie, and I feel like they didn't—they didn't belabor that that point too much. Some of Vanellope's dialogue at the beginning, when she's first introduced, feels a bit first drive. I
1: mean, this is so nitpicky.
0: Yeah, that's how nitpicky I have to get. When we talk about any other movie, it's like
1: where do we even start? Why
0: do the missiles in Battleship look like pegs? (laughs) But with this, it's like there's so little, there's so few nits to pick that mm-hmm. you do have to pick the it's teeniest, of tiniest of ones. Yeah. Uh, it's such a strong movie. I don't know that I don't know that there's anything else we could say to kind of add to it other than if you haven't seen it...
1: Go see it. And I'm sorry that we spoiled the whole yeah. thing for you.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like maybe that should be in the show notes. Like, watch <laughs> the movie first. Like, you don't need us I to talk it. I think that's kind of a given yeah. with all of these. And there are, you know, listeners of the podcast who li- who watched the movie between the beginning part and then the commercial break.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love people who do that. You guys that. are doing it right. Yeah. But also
1: I'm sorry for the yeah. pain that we've invariably caused you.
0: How do you... F- I've, I've, I've kind of rated Wreck-It Ralph. Where do you put it? Like- I
1: think it's it's definitely up there with the Lego movie mm. in terms of... I mean, it's not based on a toy property mm. or game property, but it. I think it does a good job of celebrating arcade games celebrating yeah. gaming.
0: But yeah, this is for me, this is like the definitive quote unquote video game movie.
1: So it's up there. Yeah. It's right it's right next to Lego movie. Yeah. Their buds up there.
0: They got but it it's figured still out. Still
1: the Lego emoji scale.
0: Yeah. So that's probably us. That's probably the episode, right? Yeah. Um so a little bit of housekeeping to do. Firstly we want to remind you that the uh the Barbie doll competition <laughs> Is still ongoing. Um, you can... The if you, the,
1: bar, the dolls are still in my closet.
0: Yeah. Do, waiting for you. All you need to do is write a review of the podcast on iTunes. And once the review has been published, email a screenshot of it to show at thelifetoyetic.com. And we will, in a, at the end of the month, we will... Pick our favorite one, mm. and or pick our favorite three. In fact, because we have three we prizes have three, to give we out, we just
1: couldn't choose. If you haven't watched the video of us picking out the prizes, you can go on the Patreon, and it's it's a public video. You can watch yeah. us picking it out and see what kind of prizes you could win. Yeah, you can get a pay- I accidentally said prizes.
0: <laughs> I was trying
1: to say prizes, but I guess prizes, prizes. Also, prizes also works.
0: Three's. Um, yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash thelifetreatic to watch that video, see the prizes we picked out. But yeah, the competition is ongoing until February 22nd. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, once you've do- once you've written your review, once it's been posted to iTunes, email a screenshot of your posted review to show at thelifetreatic.com. I've already seen some reviews on iTunes. I decided to go Yay! looking at some of the reviews and there's some very kind words up there, which is really nice. Are
1: any of them written in verse?
0: No, not okay, yet. Okay,
1: you get extra points with me if you write inverse, <laughs> a haiku or a limerick yeah. or a sonnet. Anything written in verse gets extra points with me. Yeah,
0: but yeah. You do have to email us the screenshot of the posted public accessible review to show at the dot That and that competition is running until February twenty second. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a reminder, we are on a bi weekly schedule. Fork um, knifeley. Fork nightly schedule Just temporarily due to some other commitments But we will eventually go back to weekly We just Sometime not...
1: in the spring, yeah. probably Just We both have a lot going on
0: Yeah, I think we just need Personally
1: to... and professionally
0: Yeah, I just needed to slow down for a little bit But yeah. we, we will ramp up again I will be at Gallifrey 1 30 Years in the TARDIS, the Doctor Who convention Which is the weekend after After
1: Valentine's yeah, Day that, So that I guess week. that's the 6th 16th, the 15th through
0: the 17th? Yeah, sorry. I mean, stuff starts on the Thursday, which is...
1: Which is Valentine's yeah, Day. Is so, so the 14th.
0: tickets to that show have already sold out, so if you're not already going, you're probably not going. <laughs> yes. But we are doing, amongst other things, I'm on a couple of panels, but we're doing a live show of the game of Rassilon, which is the Doctor Who role-playing game podcast that launched very recently. We've actually done the live show at Galley before. I think I plugged it when we started the show last mm-hmm. year, but it's us playing the Doctor Who role-playing game for laughs with funny people. So if you're going to be at Gallifrey 1, I will see you there. Do feel free to come up and say hi, whether you listen to the live Toyetic or... Um, I mean, don't you... s-
1: come up and say hi while they're like on stage. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely not while we're on stage. <laughs> but if you see me, feel free to you know say hi if you listen to this podcast, if you listen to the Game of Rassilon, if you watch Port Center, which also a, a new episode of Port Center went up last week, which you can watch at portcenter.tv, P-O-R-T-S. C N T R And that's just a list of my five favorite games of 2018. Molly, where can people find you on social medias?
1: I am at Molly Alice Hoy. My name. Everywhere. 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 I'm behind you. Oh, randomly, no. Giving you a massage.
0: I am Ben Padden on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. So feel free to hit me up on there. And we are the Life Toyetic on Twitter. We're
1: everywhere except Instagram where Instagram. we're Life Toyetic Pod.
0: <laughs> and we're not doing anything with it.
1: We're not doing anything with our Instagram because we're ashamed of our handle.
0: I don't know that we'll ever do anything. I, I might message the guy. And be like, hey, Greg. Hey, my dude. Um, And don't forget, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thelifetoyetic. At the $10 tier, you do get a shout out at the end of the episode. People like, hey, it's Billy Rose, our favorite Australian human person. Yeah, I don't.
1: I mean, I hope so. I've seen a video of her hand, maybe?
0: <laughs> yeah, when she got her seasonal postcard.
1: Seasonal postcards. Those are going out yeah. very soon. I finished them and I'm going to order them either today or tomorrow. And then they will be going out in time for Valentine's Day. So you will get, even if you have no romantic prospects currently, you will be getting <laughs> a Valentine from the two of us.
0: Yeah, you can say these two people love me so much <laughs> that they went in together on a custom postcard.
1: And uh, you get you get your postcard at the 5 tier so if yeah. you want to bump up your pledge if you're pledging at one dollar and you want to get a postcard for valentine's day you can bump up your pledge to five dollars
0: yeah. but you can support us for as little as a dollar you get access to bonus episodes you get access to additional content that q a video is actually going to go up this month
1: Yay! i know I've been putting it off <laughs> when did um, we shoot that was it in like november
0: it was i want to say it was in november okay. i've just been so i don't know busy. if it's
1: still relevant we might just shoot a new one
0: it's. I think it's still relevant. I think I can. We'll I need see. to rewatch the we'll footage, but I it think out. it's good. But yeah, um, we already mentioned one of our ten dollars. Oh backers. yeah,
1: Billy, our favorite Australian. Billy, our favorite
0: Australian. Uh, I don't
1: know any other Australians.
0: Zach Lay, who, as we know, is a firefighter in Seattle. Who is, it was what like, role did
1: he play in Wreck-It Ralph? I know. I think he was one of the additional voices. Yeah. I think uh, if you listen really closely during the race scene, he's, he's, al- he's one of the little suckers in the crowd.
0: Yeah, Zach's in all of the crowd scenes, actually. Mm-hmm. he was. He's in the Grand Central Station scene. He is one of the nice landers at the party.
1: Yeah, I know they used him as a reference for a lot of the models in this.
0: Yeah, his face is... I think they actually used his face for Sour Bill.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they made they him more expressive. Because sort of I don't think Zack is They took is a, his nose. Yeah. Zack does have a nose in real life. I, I, I assume. assume so,
0: yeah. But, yeah, they made him look more... Gr- He's not generally that grumpy looking. Yeah. And then, of course, there is uh, Mazer the Squid Dude. Mazer. Who is a squid dude. Yeah. And, uh, fun fact, was the Laffy Taffy in this movie. I his, love the wa- Taffy... Okay, I yeah. love the
1: Laffy Taffy sequence so, so much. You know what it reminds me of is in Rayman with the lungs. Yes. And this little... <laughs> Dabby daddy, buddy yes that's what it reminds me of and yeah. I just wanted to cry because I love it so
0: much so what is our next episode
1: next episode is gonna be very special because we're doing something a little different
0: yeah and we're gonna
1: be going on a field trip
0: really yeah
1: I mean you know
0: I do information what are we gonna go and see we
1: are going to go see the second Lego movie Woo. in theaters yeah so we're gonna, we're gonna actually... record and then go watch it and then I guess come back Back, back and record and yeah. record it's it's a new setup for us but we're gonna figure it out
0: yeah but yeah the next next one is gonna be our first time doing a like very recent something
1: that's still in theaters yeah, yeah.
0: so the lego movie 2 colon the second, the second part, part is our next episode and that will drop in a couple of weeks thank you everyone for listening we really appreciate you uh, listening to the show supporting the show feel free to leave a review especially if you want to win a barbie doll feel free to support us on Patreon, Patreon, patreon Either one. one. Well, any one of those three. And of course, how could I possibly forget? Huge thank you to Brian Melblom for our opening theme music, The Toyetic Toe Tapper, which is splendid.
1: It's wonderful. Yeah. I tap my toes to it on the reg.
0: It's joyful.
1: Like this movie experience.
0: Yes. So that is it. Thank you so much for listening to The Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I have been Ben.
1: I have been and still am Molly.
0: And The Life Toyetic comes with everything you see here. The-
1: Fuck dungeon is included. (laughs) Said it. Oh, I said.
0: So, Vanellope Sweet, Vanellope Vlad. Please cut that from the show. Oh. <laughs> Fine, you can keep it.
1: Yay! In. I win.